Hello, and welcome to The Journey, a daily podcast reading through the Bible. Thank you so much for joining us today. As you listen, we're going to be using the New Living Translation of God's Word. Let's start today's reading. Reading Numbers 5 and 6. The Lord gave these instructions to Moses. Command the people of Israel to remove from the camp anyone who has a skin disease or a discharge, or who has become ceremonially unclean by touching a dead person. This command applies to men and women alike. Remove them so that they will not defile the camp in which I live among them. So the Israelites did as the Lord had commanded Moses, and removed such people from the camp. Then the Lord said to Moses, Give the following instructions to the people of Israel. If any of the people, men or women, betray the Lord by doing wrong to another person, they are guilty. They must confess their sin and make full restitution for what they have done adding an additional 20% and returning it to the person who is wronged. But if the person who was wronged is dead, and there are no near relatives to whom restitution can be made, the payment belongs to the Lord and must be given to the priest. Those who are guilty must also bring a ram as a sacrifice. They will be purified and made right with the Lord. All the sacred offerings that the Israelites bring to a priest will belong to him. Each priest may keep all the sacred donations that he receives. And the Lord said to Moses, Give the following instructions to the people of Israel. Suppose a man's wife goes astray and she is unfaithful to her husband and has sex with another man. But neither her husband nor anyone else knows about it. She has defiled herself, even though there is no witness and she is not caught in the act. If her husband becomes jealous and suspicious of his wife and needs to know whether or not she has defiled herself, the husband must bring his wife to the priest. He must also bring an offering of two quarts of barley flour to be presented on her behalf. Do not mix it with olive oil or frankincense, for it is a jealousy offering an offering to prove whether or not she is guilty. The priest will then present her to stand trial before the Lord. He must take some holy water in a clay jar and pour it it into dust that he has taken from the tabernacle floor. When the priest has presented the woman before the Lord, he must unbind her hair and place her hands in the offering of proof the jealousy offering, to determine whether her husband's suspicions are justified. The priest will stand before her, holding the jar of bitter water that brings a curse to those who are guilty. The priest will then bring the woman under oath and say to her, If no other man has had sex with you, and you have not gone astray and defiled yourself while under your husband's authority, you may 
may be immune from the effects of this bitter water that brings on the curse. But if you have gone astray by being unfaithful to your husband and have defiled yourself by having sex with another man, at this point the priest must put the woman under oath by saying, May the people know that the Lord's curse is upon you when he makes you infertile, causing your womb to shrivel and your abdomen to swell. Now, may this water that brings the curse enter your body and cause your abdomen to swell and your womb to shrivel. And the woman will be required to say, yes, let it be so. And the priest will write these curses on a piece of leather and wash them off into the bitter water. He will make the woman drink the bitter water that brings on the curse. When the water enters her body, it will cause bitter suffering if she is guilty. The priest will take the jealousy offering from the woman's hand, lift it before the Lord, and carry it to the altar. He will take a handful of the flour as a token portion and burn it on the altar, and he will require the woman to drink the water. If she has defiled herself by being unfaithful to her husband, the woman, the water that brings on the curse will cause bitter suffering. Her abdomen will swell and her womb will shrink and her name will become a curse among her people. But if she has not defiled herself and is pure, then she will be unharmed and will still be able to have children. This is the ritual law for dealing with suspicion. If a woman goes astray and defiles herself while under her husband's authority, or if a man becomes jealous and is suspicious that his wife has been unfaithful, the husband must present his wife before the Lord, and the priest will apply this entire ritual law to her. The husband will be innocent of any guilt in this matter, but his wife will be held accountable for her sin. Then the Lord said to Moses, Give the following instructions to the people of Israel. If any of the people, either men or women, take a special vow of a Nazarite, setting themselves apart to the Lord in this special way, they must give up wine and other alcoholic drinks. They must not use vinegar made from wine or from other alcoholic drinks. They must not drink. They must not drink fresh grape juice, and they must not eat grapes or raisins. As long as they are bound by their Nazarite vow, they are not allowed to eat or drink anything that comes from the grapevine not even the grape seeds or skins. They must never cut their hair throughout the time of their vow, for they are holy and set apart to the Lord. Until the time that their, of their vow has been fulfilled, they must let their hair grow long, and they must not go near a dead body during the entire period of their vow to the Lord, even if the dead person is their own father, mother, brother or sister, they must not defile themselves 
for the hair on their head is a symbol of their separation to God. This requirement applies as long as they are set apart to the Lord. If someone falls dead beside them, the hair that they have dedicated will be defiled. They must wait for seven days and then shave their heads. Then they will be cleansed from their defilement. On the eighth day, they must bring two turtle doves or two young pigeons to the priests at the entrance of the tabernacle. The priest will offer one of the birds as a sin offering and the other as a burnt offering. In this way, he will purify them from the guilt that they incurred through contact with a dead body. Then they must reaffirm their commitment and let their hair begin to grow again. The days of their vow were completed before the defilement no longer count. They must rededicate themselves to the Lord as a Nazarite for the full term of their vow, and each must bring a one-year-old male lamb as a guilt offering. This is the ritual law for Nazarites. At the conclusion of their time as separation as Nazarites, they must each go to the entrance of the tabernacle and offer their sacrifices to the Lord, a one-year-old male lamb without defect for the burnt offering, a one-year-old female lamb without defect for a sin offering, a ram without defect for a peace offering, a basket of bread made without yeast, cakes of choice flour mixed with olive oil, and wafers spread with olive oil. Along with their prescribed grain offerings and liquid offerings, the priest will present these offerings before the Lord. First the sin offering and the burnt offering. Then the ram for a peace offering, along with the basket of bread made without yeast. The priest must also present the prescribed grain offering and the liquid offering to the Lord. Then the Nazarites will shave their heads at the entrance of the tabernacle. They will take their hair, the hair that has been dedicated, and place it on the fire beneath the peace offering sacrifice. After the Nazarite's head has been shaven, and the priest will take for each of them the boiled shoulder of the ram, and he will take the basket of a cake and a wafer made without yeast. He will put them all in the Nazarite's hands. Then the priest will lift up as a special offering before the Lord. These are holy portions for the priests, along with the breast of the special offering and the thigh of the sacred offering that are lifted up before the Lord. After this ceremony, the Nazarites may drink wine again. This is the ritual law of the Nazarites who vow to bring these offerings to the Lord. They may also bring additional offerings as they afford it, can afford it. And they must be careful to do whatever they vowed when they set themselves apart as Nazarites. Then the Lord said to Moses, Tell Aaron and his sons to bless the people of Israel with this special blessing. May the Lord bless you and protect you. May the Lord smile on you and be gracious to you. May the Lord show his favor and give you 
his peace. Whenever Aaron and his sons bless the people of Israel in my name, I will bless, I myself will bless them. This blessing that we read is one that the Jews still will proclaim. It is one that we can look at. May the Lord bless you and protect you. May the Lord smile on you and be gracious to you. May the Lord show his favor and give you his peace. That is a blessing that we can still look at. One that comes from God. That we all desire the same thing for the Lord's blessing. For him to watch out for us. For him to be gracious for us and to us. And in the Lord's favor, we will have peace. May this blessing be upon you and upon all who seek out the Lord and to serve him faithfully. Thank you again for joining us for the journey. Please be sure to share this podcast. Today's reading was from the New Living Translation of the Holy Bible and used with permission. Have a blessed day, and we hope that you'll join us again tomorrow.